1: Welcome to Dr. Hosey's Wellness Revolution. I'm Stacey Banfield here with Dr. Stephen Hosey, founder of the Hoetze Health and Wellness Center. And just a quick reminder, if you haven't already done so, to download our podcasts, you can download them at HoetzePodcast.com. That's H-O-T-Z-E Podcast.com. We have got a great guest on today, Dr. Mila McManus, and we are going to be discussing one of my favorite hormones. I call it the feel-good hormone progesterone. It's changed my life, and I know it will change a lot of other people's lives as well. Dr. Hoetze.
0: Thank you so much. Thanks for joining us today on Dr. Hotsey's Wellness Revolution. Am I leading a wellness revolution? You you are, yes. Yes, sir. That's me we're talking about. I believe that you and every individual needs to have a doctor and a staff of professionals who can coach you on a path of health and wellness naturally. So as you mature, you've got energy, you've got vitality, and you've got enthusiasm for life and you enjoy being alive. Can't wait to get up and uh, get about your day. And that's what we are going to talk about today on some very simple measures you can take using natural bioidentical hormones, hormones that are exactly the same as the hormones your body used to make in adequate amounts. But as we age, they don't make, we don't make them as well anymore. As a matter of fact, in some individuals, you quit making them. So today we have on our program, and I'm proud to have Dr. Myla McManus, who is the founder and the owner of the Woodland Institute for Health and Wellness. Now, I met Dr. McManus back in 2003, 2004? That's right. And uh, Dr. McManus was one of the first doctors to come over uh, and be trained by an organization I had at that time, the American Academy of Bioidentical Hormone Therapy. And I was training physicians in the greater Houston area on how to use bioidentical hormones, which I had been using for a number of years in our practice. And I felt like the more physicians we had practicing uh, bioidentical hormones, the more readily it was going to be accepted by mainstream medicine. And as a matter of fact, that's what's happened in Houston. Dr. McManus came out, eager beaver she was, learned everything about our medical and our business protocols and went out and opened up a practice in um, in in the woodlands area. Now, what were you doing prior to that, Dr. McManus?
2: I had a family practice here in the woodlands. Now, were you
0: were you in solo practice at the time?
2: I had two partners.
0: Okay. And at that time you were doing insurance and conventional medicine, right? Correct. And it must not have been very satisfying or <laughs> you wouldn't have switched.
1: <laughs> <laughs> and that tone in your voice, I can hear that like correct. Yes, I was yeah, in conventional yeah. medicine. I yeah, I practiced conventional
2: medicine for less than a year outside of residency.
0: Well, so you you caught on pretty quick that this really was not going to help the patients get healthy and well by just masking their symptoms with with drugs. So anyway, Doctor McManus adopted natural approaches to health, using bioidentical hormone therapy, vitamin and mineral supplementation, healthy eating program, and. She's been very successful. I'm going to tell you what, of all the doctors we've trained, uh, she has got to be, if not if not one of the top, the top uh, successful doctor that went through our training program, and I'm so proud of you for that. Interestingly enough, this is this is based on fact, she was voted the best doctor in the Woodlands in 10, 11, 2010, 11, 12, 13, 14, 15, and 17 in the wow. column in the category of bariatrics and weight control she's also because she does because she does a cash-based practice and she has and she operates her practice as a business which you want your doctor to operate it as a business because then you know what you're going to get you want people that run their office efficiently so they can give you the best service they can give you the best care and it's run in a way that makes you feel special and not just like a cattle call in most doctor offices, and she does that. So she was awarded in 2019 Mm -hmm. by one of the uh, online network groups called Alignable as the best small business person of the year. Was that just in the Woodlands, or where was that?
2: Yes, I was in the Woodlands area. That's
0: great. Well, congratulations. Thank you. For uh, your success. I'm very proud of you, Myla.
2: Well, I owe much of it to you, Dr. Hosey. Well,
0: Thanks. look, you took, you know, uh, I did, you did what I did. I found people that were successful and found out what they were doing successfully and just copied them. And, uh, and I copied them and you copied me and it just works out. If you follow what successful people do, you'll be successful. That's one of the keys to success in life is find people, whatever field you're in, who are doing whatever they're doing very well and they're very successful, and then go meet them and get to know them well and adopt their, adopt their uh, methods and their practices and their systems and procedures. And before long, you'll be successful. And then as you move through it, you'll begin to adapt their program and you'll b- take some new modalities, which you've done in your practice, Dr. Uh, McManus. Uh, Yeah. And so you've expanded into some other areas that I didn't, that I wasn't in. So it gave you, uh, so you've really developed a good reputation out there, and I commend you for that. And you're the one who gets the credit because you had an opportunity and you took advantage of it. And there are many physicians out there. This material that we're going to talk about today with natural bioidentical hormones has been, I mean, there's decades of articles in in uh, medical journals about the benefits of bioidentical hormones, right? Absolutely. Why don't the conventional doctors read it? Because they don't know. <laughs> they ought to read it. They could have the same success in their practices as you have, as we have over here. Well, let's talk today about female hormones. And let's talk about the first, and I think really the the, the hormone that really put me on the map with bioidentical hormones is the hormone progesterone. Let me give a little brief background to our listening audience about progesterone. Just to set the stage in lay terms, women have menstrual cycles. You know that. And so in a rut- routinely, when everything's working right in a woman's body, those menstrual cycles occur every 28 days. So a woman will begin to ovulate on, I'm sorry, she'll begin to menstruate and have her have her period on day one and that may last in a perfect world when she's younger three to five days and it'd be light and uh, then during that time her ovaries which govern all the hormone production in her body produce estrogen hormones which cause a proliferating of the inner lining of the womb preparing it for a, a potential pregnancy and in mid-cycle, about day 14 or 15, a woman will ovulate. Ovum is the word for egg. She gives off an egg, and that egg is given off from the ovary, and it goes down the fallopian tubes. And if a woman uh, if makes love with a man at that time and everything's right, well, that, that egg gets fertilized by the man's sperm. And next thing you know, you've got a developing baby in the womb, if there's no pregnancy that develops, and, and at that time in the womb, a woman, uh, the day she ovulates, that area of her ovary begins to produce progesterone. It's the corpus luteum in the ovary produces progesterone in high doses, which balance out the estrogen and mature the inner lining of the womb and prepare the womb for a potential implantation of a of a fertilized egg. And if that happens, then the body, continue, if there is a pregnancy developed, the body continues to make progesterone. Progesterone is derived from the word promoting gestation. Gestation is pregnancy. So the hormone of pregnancy is progesterone. And when a woman becomes pregnant, she, her ovaries know she's pregnant, the baby sends signals back, and the mother continues to produce the progesterone to promote the pregnancy. And then, as a, as the pregnancy continues, you get into the fifth and sixth month, and the, even earlier than that, the baby's the placenta, which belongs to the baby and not to the mother, begins to make progesterone. And those that progesterone, which promotes gestation, is made in very, very high doses. So in the last uh, trimester, they have very high doses of progesterone. And then, when the baby's delivered, there's a abrupt drop in progesterone, drop in the hormones. The ovaries got to turn back on, and we'll get in, women get into some troubles then when their hormones get imbalanced. So that's the story on progesterone, and it balances out estrogen. So let's talk about progesterone. What are the benefits of progesterone, and do women? Why would any woman uh, need to take supplemental progesterone?
2: Right. You're asking me to start?
0: I'm asking. I'm throwing it right right across the plate.
2: <laughs> well, gosh, you know, so many, I would say probably the top two reasons that women come to see me are anxiety and insomnia. And progesterone does wonders for both of those. Um, you know, it's funny. I, they don't seek me out to treat their premenstrual syndrome symptoms of breast tenderness and mood swings and headaches it's usually a cluster of symptoms um, and that's almost invariably one of them. So uh, I explained to them that their estrogen and progesterone are out of balance and how progesterone can help that. But I would say anxiety, depression, migraines, insomnia um, are really common reasons we use progesterone. Um, But other bonus effects with, um, you were talking about fertility and regulating the cycle, uh, making your periods light and not a big deal. Uh, but so many women out there just think that it's normal to have PMS and it's normal to have heavy, obnoxious periods because all their friends do, right?
0: Well, that's, that's – and, and their doctors say, well, what do you think? You're getting older. What do you think? You're going to have normal periods or you're going to feel good? You know, I've had women come in in their 30s and the doctor says, well, that's the way you're supposed to feel. You're not supposed to feel good. When, before your periods, and you're supposed to have premenstrual syndrome. Interestingly enough, the drug companies have come up with a solution for this. <laughs> Give them antidepressants. Antidepressants. Oh, so I have PMS, a woman would say. I mm-hmm. have PMS, doctor, because I've got low levels of antidepressants in my body. Zoloft, Paxil, Prozac. They ain't wrong. The reason women have PMS is as you march through your menstrual life, By the time you get into your mid-30s and to your late 30s and early 40s, the ovaries don't produce adequate amounts of progesterone like they did when you were younger. It's the inevitable aging process and the inevitable decline in hormones that both men and women experience, but women experience it on a monthly basis. So women are much more... uh, aware of the fact when things have changed they might have had periods that lasted three to five days initially and then they have a baby and next thing you know their periods are five to seven days and getting heavier and then they get into their late 30s early 40s and they're seven to nine days and they got severe cramping and they got uh, clotting and bleeding and breakthrough bleeding all that is a sign of estrogen dominance that which means the body is out of balance between progesterone and estrogen it doesn't mean you have you're making more estrogen It just means that your body isn't making adequate amounts of progesterone to balance out the estrogen. And this is a, don't you see this as a common problem in, in women in their late thirties, early forties and more, marching into menopause?
2: Absolutely. But I also see the estrogen dominance being related to their diet. If they're eating a lot of soy right. or if they're just toxic and they might be full of xenoestrogens that are revving up their estrogen in their bodies.
0: Well, let's talk about, just mentioned that, xenoestrogens. What do you mean by xenoestrogens?
2: Well, when I talk to patients about different types of toxins that we're all exposed to every minute of every day, that um, there's a subset of toxins. You know, while some are cancer-causing, some are endocrine disruptors. And those endocrine disruptors have a subset called xenoestrogens, which are toxins that basically act like estrogen in the body.
0: Right. And these would be primarily the petrochemicals. Petrochemicals are significant hormone disruptors, and we're all exposed to petrochemicals in what we breathe, what we eat, what we drink, and the and frankly, the lotions most women slather on their body, if they look at that, they're full of petrochemicals. And so you're putting that into your body, and that's having an adverse effect on two things. One, on hormone production, and also on... Um, energy production in the mitochondria because it down regulates the mitochondria and makes you toxic. So toxins can be a cause of problems with women's menstrual cycles. And so, so what do you do? How do you treat the, uh, these women that have uh, problems with progesterone deficiency, which is the other side of the coin to estrogen dominance? What do -hmm. you do? And and how do you treat those women?
2: Well, it's, multi-pronged approach, but primarily we want to balance out by giving them back some bioidentical progesterone. So almost every single one of my female patients is on progesterone.
0: You know, it was uh, Dr. McManus, it was progesterone that really put me on the map. When I first found out about progesterone, I read a monograph from Dr. Julian Whitaker back in February of uh, 1996 and i read that one night i received his monograph about natural bioidentical hormones which i'd never heard about before interestingly enough being used for treatment and uh, so i read about it and the next day in the office a young lady a uh, guest of mine by the name of lark Steele, i can say her name freely because she's spoken at many of our conferences sat in the office and said would you doctor when i walked in would, if she had a little eight, uh, one of those small cassettes the little white cassettes that we used to use and to get information rather than having podcasts like we have now and nothing was live streamed. She said, would you like to hear what Dr. John Lee has to say about progesterone? And I said, that's really interesting that you'd give me that because last night I read about progesterone. And there's an old adage, when the when the student is ready, the teacher arrives, and it was Dr. John Lee. So I listened to that tape, and it was very compelling. I listened to it on the way home from work, which is about 25 or 30-minute drive. The next day, I found his number very serendipitously, and I got his mobile number. I called him up and said, Dr. Lee, where in the world do I get progesterone? And he said, well, you get it from a compounding pharmacy. I said, what's a compounding pharmacy? I never heard of it before. <laughs> and uh, so he told me, and I, that's when I had one of my, uh, a, a friend of mine who was a compounding pharmacy, I had him come down. I said, what in the world do I do? How do I use this progesterone? And we initially started with creams and then they came out with the uh, slow release capsules and we use capsules primarily but we also use creams and and some sublinguals can be used on progesterone but we use natural progesterone and many doctors in the in when when they give women hormones particularly in the birth control the pills they're progestins they're not natural progesterone they're they're drug company counterfeits in and it's primarily medroxyprogesterone. So you want to be careful. Make sure when you take a, a, repl- a replenishment hormone for progesterone that you're taking natural progesterone, bioidentical. And what you probably saw, Dr. McManus, what do most Gyns do? A woman come in, uh, comes in uh, to the OB and goes, like, I've got these heavy periods now, and I'm getting breakthrough bleeding. He examines her. What's his solution going to be?
2: Birth control pills, ablation, hysterectomy, Marina IUD. There you oh, go. Sorry.
0: That's right. And he makes most of his money off. He makes it off hysterectomy. So I, now this is going to seem hard to believe, but it's true. When I was in training, I had an, I had an ob gen tell me, now this, this goes back into 1976, 77, when I was doing a uh, uh, internship and I did a, a, a three months of ob gen. one of the one of the staff members said in his office he prospects for hysterectomies all day long, like a minor. Where can I get a hysterectomy? And so ob are surgeons, mind you, and so they deliver babies in the first half of their career. The last half of the career they make their living doing hysterectomies. That's just the way, that's their, that's their business model. So always be careful when you go to a doctor that has a knife or a scalpel in their back pocket, because oftentimes they're going to recommend that you have surgery. So, um, so when these women come to you, if you get them early enough, you put them on progesterone. Yes. And tell me what kind of results do you have?
2: Well, vast majority of the time they're, Cycles regulate, their periods get lighter, their PMS resolves, their migraines go away, their mood improves, they sleep better, they have less stress,
0: and life is good. Right. And by the way, also progesterone has the benefit of stimulating osteoblastic activity in the bone. That is the making of new bone. So women will get, as they we see this very commonly. Women that have been on birth control pills, you know, since they started menstruating, I mean, I've I've seen women that have been that are 30 or 35 have been on birth control pills for 10 or 15 years. We'll do a bone density test and they'll be osteoporotic. Because birth control pills shut down the natural production of hormones, they're not making any more progesterone or natural estrogen and The birth control pills don't have the effect of stimulating new bone formation. They'll be osteoporotic at a young age like that. As women age, they will develop osteopenia, the the thinning of the bone, and they'll also develop osteoporosis, which can be easily corrected using several modalities. One of the most important is progesterone. Progesterone stimulates new bone formation. So before you let some doctor put you on some... uh, chemical counterfeit or some or, or some pharmaceutical drug that's supposed to rebuild bone. Get your physician to put you on bioidentical progesterone.
1: And that's such a huge benefit too because bone loss is silent, right? So a lot right. of people don't even know that's going on. I mean, when you were talking about OBGYNs a few minutes ago, Dr. Hotze, that reminded me another benefit of progesterone is it avoids postpartum. Right. right after the woman has the baby. You hear about that all the time. But if they just supplement it with progesterone, because what happens? So when they're pregnant versus once they give birth, how does that right. work? Right, well,
0: That's very good. I'm glad you brought that up. And I mentioned that early on in the, in the introduction. So when a woman delivers the baby, she, always, she also is going to deliver the placenta. The placenta is the source of all the hormones of pregnancy. So if you can imagine, she's making extraordinarily high amounts of progesterone to promote that gestation. That's why women oftentimes get this boost of energy prior to a pregnancy, a week or two before they get the glow of pregnancy. It's that high levels of progesterone. As a matter of fact, I remember I had uh, uh, one lady that I treated here said, if you can just give me that hormone I had when I was pregnant, whatever that was, I want that in my (laughs) body because I felt so good. Well, that that was progesterone. So anyway, what happens, the baby's delivered, and the placenta's delivered, and all of a sudden there's a precipitous drop in progesterone. Oh, well, guess what happens? A woman feels like her cork has been pulled. I mean, she just feels down. She gets baby blues. They get depressed, cry, weep. And so the doctor goes, you're having postpartum depression. We need to put you on Prozac, Paxil, Zoloft, you name it. they put them on all these antidepressants remember I had a gal come in from St. Louis, Was a friend of one of my daughters, who had who had, had had postpartum depression, and now she was two years out and still bedridden, and she was on antidepressants. We got her down here, got her off the antidepressants, got her back on progesterone, and she's had three babies since, mm-hmm. and she's done well. And that's, that's how powerful progesterone is. So what I did with my five daughters, when they delivered their babies, I gave them progesterone and said, you be sure to take, don't even tell your doctor, you start taking this the next day, soon the, the morning after you had the baby, and not one of them ever had a crying spell or postpartum blues or postpartum depression. A uh, one, and so we encourage women that are pregnant to use, make sure they t- have natural progesterone that they can start taking immediately after they've had that make baby. A huge and, difference! Oh, it's, it's amazing. Mm-hmm. I don't know if you've tried that at all, or had you. You may recommend that or not, but we found that very helpful, Doctor McManus. Yes, definitely. Well, this is a story on progesterone. Progesterone is the natural female hormone of the last half of the menstrual cycle, the last 15 days, which balances estrogen. As long as you keep your estrogen and progesterone in balance, women are going to do very well. It dramatically resolves the premenstrual symptoms of mood swings, fluid retention, weight gain, uh, breast tenderness, and headaches. And loss of libido, all that goes away. Women feel really. Well, I love to get a woman in uh, who's complaining of pre. You know, once you, she may not say I'm having PMS because, like Dr. McMahon said, she thinks everybody does, and it's just normal. It's not. It's a sign of progesterone deficiency. And I believe any woman that has any symptoms of PMS ought to be on a load It's some dose of progesterone that would resolve the problems. When a woman's younger, she needs much less than she does when she's older, and that would be taking day. 15 through 28 of the menstrual cycle, uh, morning and evening. And uh, that can be very, very helpful. So uh, that's the story on progesterone. And I want to thank you, Dr. McManus, for joining us today to discuss this very important topic. And you wrote a book, didn't you? (laughs)
1: Uh, Back in, what, 2008? Yeah, it's called Highway to Health. (laughs) It's a
2: nutritional roadmap. I love that title.
1: I love that. I love that title.
0: Highway to help.
1: Hell, health, health. Instead of hell. (laughs) (laughs) I love that's how we were doing a positive take on that. (laughs) Yes, we have our second edition coming out in just a couple of weeks. Oh, fantastic!
0: So, Doctor McManus, how can someone reach you? How can they get a copy of your book? Uh, Tell us what your website is.
2: Sure, our website is uh T W I H W, which stands for the Woodlands Institute for Health and Wellness.
0: So say it T- again, show give it. give us those numbers again or the T- let-
2: letters. TWIHW dot com.
0: Or you can just Google the Woodlands Health and Wellness Center.
2: Yes, right? sir. My name, Mila McManus.
0: M C capital M A N is in Nancy, U S. Yes, sir. Okay. So if you want to get in touch with Dr. McManus, you want to get a copy of her book, go to her website, please feel free to do that. Now, Dr. McManus, we know that you cannot buy routinely the hormones that we prescribe at routine pharmacies. Pharmaceutical companies don't make them in doses that we use. A couple of pharmaceutical companies make progesterone, but in high doses and in peanut oil. But, uh, in our practices, we have women different ages, different sizes, different symptoms, and so we have different doses that we may find that a woman does well on, and uh, the doses that they have in the pharmaceutical companies are one size fits all, and they're very, mm-hmm. high, very high doses. So right. we get these from compounding pharmacies. How important it is, is it to have a good compounding pharmacy?
2: Oh gosh, yes, it's so important. There are so many compounding pharmacies out there, and they are not created equal. I'll tell you that. And so I've, you know, had patients over the years um, who were using different pharmacies with different practitioners, and you know, I try to steer them right because it's a huge variable when somebody's not doing well and they're on a lot of hormones. I mean, it might be the way the practitioner is prescribing. Of course, that's another variable too, but you know, I've had patients over the years where it's like, geez, you were doing fine a month ago, and now this month you're not. You know, last month you were sleeping well, and this month you're not. Last month you weren't having hot flashes, and now you are. And why could that be? And so I think one of those variables is making sure using a pharmacy that has really tight quality control and really good customer service.
0: Right. And so, yeah. what, what, what would you recommend? What pharmacies do you recommend?
2: Well, primarily now I'm a big fan of Physicians' Preference, Pharmacy, and Katie.
0: So, just, and why do you use that? What do, what do you find, uh, what have you found about their products that uh, you, you think are beneficial to the uh, patients?
2: Well, I know that your quality control is very tight, um, aiming for, you know, less than 1% margin of error. Uh, where industry standard might be 10 percent. And I just think customer service there is just really over the top.
0: And that's physician's <laughs> preference pharmacy. It's uh physician's preference pharmacy. As a matter of fact, their standards are plus or minus three percent. And we've uh, what they've what we found and what people in, in the industry have found that have studied the industry is that compounding pharmacies aren't, uh, aren't all equal. Many pharmacies have, you know, they'll be off at Maybe forty or fifty percent of that's what their active ingredients is, and so one month uh, they may have a technician in there that makes hormones good, and then they have another technician and they're get, making them. They're not making them in the right strength for some reason. They don't have good systems and procedures down. A lot of compounding pharmacies sell pharmaceutical drugs, so it's a sideline trade in bioidentical hormones. Whereas physicians' preference pharmacy, that's all they do is bioidentical hormones. So remember, you can't do any better on bioidentical hormones than the quality of the bioidentical hormone product you purchase. So you want to make sure that you purchase it from a pharmacy that has the highest standards. Physicians Preference International does. It's, it's certified by the Pharmacy Compounding Accreditation Board of America, which there are only le- about 300 pharmacies out of 20,000 nationwide that meet accreditation standards. So you can be sure if you're taking bioidentical hormones and not really doing well, it may be the quality is not any good, and the quality is going to determine the result. And mind you, what happens often, Dr. McManus, is, is, is the patient's not going to blame the pharmacist. They're going to blame the doctor for not knowing what they're doing. And so that's, that's why um, nobody ever thinks blaming the pharmacist, but it's, it's, that's why it's important uh, for you listeners out there when you take bioidentical hormones to get the highest quality. Well, thank you again, Dr. McManus, for joining us today. It was a very interesting program. And we again commend you and congratulate you on your success as being the top doc uh, for in your field, particularly in bariatrics and in weight loss. And if you're interested in that, you can contact Dr. McManus. She's very uh, well known on that, and she's been the top doc in the Woodlands area for nearly a decade. So congratulations on that and on your successful practice.
1: Yes, congratulations. Thank you. And It was my pleasure. And for those of you out there who may be on bioidentical hormones, but maybe you're just not sure if you're taking the right dose, the right quality, you can certainly contact Physicians Preference Pharmacy. And the best way to do that is to go through the website, physicianspreferencerx.com. That's P-H-Y-S-C-I-A-N-S. P-R-E-F-E-R-E-N-C-E-R-X.com, PhysiciansPreference.com. As always, thank you for joining us here today at Dr. Hotsey's Wellness Revolution.
0: A special thanks to Physicians Preference Pharmacy, formerly Hoetze Pharmacy, proud sponsor of Dr. Hotsey's Wellness Revolution podcast.